Hey guys, welcome to the Nerd World Order Special Edition show. Uh, I am running solo this week. Uh, CJ and I kind of had some conflicts this weekend, and plus he wasn't feeling very great, uh, very good today, so we decided to kind of uh, do something a little different uh, for this week's show. I am going to go solo. I, I swear I'm not going to bore you. It's not going to be very long either. Uh, but what we decided to do this week is, since CJ is a little sick and we didn't want to rush the show, kind of half-assed and stuff, um, I am going to debut the show that I kind of talked about last week. Um, I decided uh, to call this The Pool List, our weekly recommendations. And, you know, towards the end of this show, we kind of have this routine where CJ and I, will we will give kind of something we've been reading, we've been watching, you know, to kind of recommend you guys to kind of jump on. Well, I decided to kind of expand on that a little bit and kind of give you, and I'll, I kind of, I'll delve into it a little bit as we Go move forward, but I kind of wanted to expand my taste as well in comic books in particular. So every week, uh, new comic book day is Wednesday, so uh, I will try to have this show out by the weekend, uh, so you guys have will have the weekend to read the comic books that I recommend. But uh, since we are running a little late, I was going to release the show as a supplementary show to the main show, but since we decided to change up uh, uh, things this week, uh, we'll go ahead and release this as the main show. And, and if you guys like this, you know, give me some feedback, let me know what you guys think, and that way we can I can continue this as a secondary show or even move it to this uh, to like a video format or something like that. Um, you know, if you guys like the show. So, uh, but before we do, uh, we'll kind of go on the regular structure of the other show at least just to start this one off so since we're not going to have a regular show let's see here we'll start with the polls as we always do um actually let me go here it's kind of hard to do a one-man show you got hey you have some time to fill or you have to fill in some time while you're kind of getting everything organized and i thought i had everything ready but apparently i don't so and I will edit none of this out because I'm just gonna post it as soon as, as soon as it's done. So hopefully I don't say anything dumb. Let's see here. As always, if you guys want to vote on our polls, uh, that we won't have any polls this week. It's just by myself. But um, or maybe I will at the end of the show to see which one, which book you guys like the best. But it doesn't matter. But yeah, if you guys want to uh, vote on our polls every week, we put them on Twitter. I, I used to put them on Facebook, but it's kind of a long process to do that. So I just put them on, on Twitter. So if you guys don't have a Twitter, make sure. What are you guys doing? Uh, for real, though. Uh, you guys should join. Uh, Twitter is fun. Um, all the CJ said this a couple times. Anytime you uh, you see something funny on Facebook, it's probably from Twitter. It was probably stolen. So uh, just join, join Twitter. If not for that, then just to vote on our polls. So uh, last week, and I do have to say, we forget the context of these polls all the time. So I'm not going to get into it. That's the that's the funny thing about them. Uh, what's deadlier? Uh, Butt Light Platinum or First Batch of Four Locos? Uh, four Locos won 100%. What Has Whitney studied with the monks? 80% said yes, 20% said no. Is Tim Mallon living the life? 50-50. Fuck that last poll question. 100% said yes. <laughs> Is that the worst? 60% said yes, 40% said no. Am I, CJ Wright? 67% said no, 33% said yes. Is it the Android Torch? 80% said yes, 20% said no. Does that sound terrible? 67% said yes, 33% said no. Is that our best poll question? 80% said yes, 20% said no. Fuck them, 100% said yes. Fuck them again, 100% said yes. Fuck them harder, 100% said yes. <laughs> Is Nightwing dope? 71% said yes, 29% said no, and those 29% are wrong. Guy Fieri as Green Lantern, 60% said no. Come on, guys. I thought you guys would get the show. We needed 100% for Guy Fieri as Green Lantern. 
Would James Gunn Green Would a James Gunn Green Lantern movie work? Seventy five percent said yes, twenty five percent said no, and that poll actually got um, the most traction on the internet. So that's kind of a bigger sample size on that. <clears throat> Is that the worst Rocky Raccoon impression? Eighty percent said yes, twenty percent said no. Was mine CJ's better? Eighty percent said no. Susie Q, good movie. Sixty percent said no. Come on, you guys, that's a good movie. She's a ghost. Come on. Do you like The Purge? 60% said no. Are are you all in as Idris Elba as James Bond? 100% said yes. Good. That, that's fine. I'm glad that one came back 100. Foo Fighters at Wembley. Best concert movie ever. 71% said no. Hmm. I would kind of want to know what your guys' favorite uh, concert movies are. Well, I voted no because I don't think so either. But uh, I thought that'd be closer, but I guess not. Are porta potties gross? 100% said yes. Linda Hamilton? 60% said yes. And what did you think of The Death of Superman? That was the animated movie we watched last week. 67% said great. And 33% said meh. So for the most part, I think most people like that. So that's pretty good. All right. Well, the next segment of the show is our, our buddy Whitney. Um, he always, you know, he's listening to the show and we, you know, he gives us content, which is great. And he just lets, lets us know, you know, what we messed up on or, you know, something, you know, what, just what he's thinking or, you know, just anything like that. And we always appreciate his, his time that he's listening to the show and stuff. So, um, let's see. Oh, and this segment's called hashtag shit. Whitney says, uh, console peasants. Cause CJ and I had an argument about Xbox 360 and PS4. Whitney obviously games on PC. So, uh, he, you know, he, <laughs> he's a PC master race. I will let you know, I will let you know that Whitney, whenever I hear your promise of no booze, hashtag you fool. I know I'm, uh, I'll open my mouth when I shouldn't have. And now I have to ride this out until the baby's born. My favorite beer is from Avery Brewery in Colorado, the best, or the beast. It is between 15 and 17% alcohol, depending on the year. Oof. One of those beers will... The college me would have had a couple of those. Now me, um, half of that beer and it's over. All my favorite beers are over 12% alcohol. Ugh. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of empty calories. But Lime Platinum is for pussies. Look, man. I don't drink it anymore. I drank it that one time and I blacked out. So I'm not drinking it again. Actually, I have sailed a few of the seas when I went to Antarctica with my sophomore year of college. Look at that. Whitney has been everywhere. Have you been to North Pole? Have you, he's been to Antarctica, obviously. Uh, you know, he's been everywhere. Androids are robots and androids are just sentient robots. Oh, I know that. But if your androids are closer to humans than they are to robots, I consider robots like not... Uh, the word is sentient, and I consider android sentient. And once you're sentient, you're you're a self-aware being, which is closer to to uh, to human. They're not human, obviously, but they're not robots either. They're their own little thing. The fact isn't new versus old world. You, the irritating hair, is the difference between tarantulas and other spiders. Tarantulas are found everywhere, but Europe and Ant Antarctica. I have studied with monks, but I. I haven't studied with monks, but I have trained hand-to-hand -hand fighting with special forces, mix of Green Berets and Navy SEALs, while I was in high school. Our family friend, Sergeant Payne, real name, got me into the class. Hmm. Sergeant Payne sounds made up. The original Batwoman wasn't redheaded. She had black hair and wore a wig, damn it. I understand that, but the one that's being reconned and the one that's being used has red hair, and that's the one they're using it off of since 2006, I think, so. Let's see. 
more on, on New World Tarantulas. Realizing I have only worked with New World Tarantulas, I checked on it. CJ was partly right. It isn't all spiders, though. The hair defense is a New World Tarantula thing. Old World Tarantulas don't have it. So it is a tarantula thing, not a spider thing. Yes, CJ, get your shit right. There are tons of crossover between DC Arrowverse shows. You want to watch them in order. Doing them out of order can spoil multi-partners. Yeah, well, CJ can watch it, you know. I. Yeah, however, I guess... Flash arrow order dot hero you oh there's a there's a website CJ you can check it out so watch it in that order. I have Birds on Prey on DVD the Warner Brothers series from early two thousand they what they did have an early series all the women in it were hot as hell standard hot women trope red hair raven hair blonde hair yeah I remember that in that universe Huntress is the metahuman love child of Batman and Catwoman yep I remember that. Batista's the only WWE person that truly frightened me. In my stage hand days, I had to do spotlight for them and was behind the scenes. Many were smaller than I expect. He was large and menacing. Yeah, I actually have a funny story about Batista. Um, he was fighting Chris... Jer I, well, let me back up. Me and, and my, my buddy uh, Cameron, if he listens to the show, shout out to him. Uh, we went to go watch a Raw and we... I don't know how we got these tickets, but we got the, the tickets next to the the the... What would you call that? The 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 walk, the walk in, the the ramp, like right there. And we were close enough to shake hands with. I mean, we, you know, I actually ended up uh, with Shawn Michaels hat that day, but that's another story. Uh, so, Batista was wrestling Chris Jericho, and uh, he, Chris Jericho was heel at the time, and Batista was the face. He was the baby face. He was the good guy. Chris Jericho was the bad guy. And but we were rooting for Chris Jericho. He's always been one of our favorite wrestlers. So the entire match we were rooting against Batista, and Batista ended up winning the match which is fine you know he's a baby face he's supposed to so as he's walking up the ramp that's the word the ramp as he's walking up the ramp and he's uh shaking people's hands or touching giving high five shaking people's hands or whatever after the match Cameron and I stuck our, uh, stuck our hands out and he like purposefully uh raised his hand up and then went to the next people so that's always my funny story on Batista because he probably heard us uh um rooting against him because we were actually still yelling in his face when he was walking by so uh, but Batista's cool though. I mean, he's Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't hold it against him. Um, I want to go to an L Storm concert. The energy is epic. Uh, never heard of L Storm. He left a video here. I'll probably watch it after the show. See what they're all about. I have a full fear of dropping my phone in a porta potty. Hell, who doesn't, man? Ugh, I would not get that. I would not get that phone. Death of Superman wasn't the first Flash sex joke. Yeah, there's a lot of them. It's they're mature cartoons, so there's sex jokes everywhere. Uh, damn. Okay, we're almost done. <laughs> when I mean hashtag shit, Whitney says, I mean it. The word CJ wanted uh, was hastily for the firing of gun. Yep, that's, yep. Yeah, I, and uh, when I was re-listening to the show, that's, yeah, that's the word that came to mind too. I remember when Death of Superman happened, the, it was so big at the time. When they bought, brought him back, it lost the power of the whole event. I agree. Um, as, as I mentioned last time, I do have that issue and bringing him back so quickly kind of probably lost the 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 allure of the event so like, that sucks ask for the ask for other pokemon trading card game players and garden city gamers on facebook i made the garden city gamers facebook group when i moved here and couldn't find gamer nerds we do all games it blew up a few years ago yeah no um i know whitney he runs um you know a lot of games and um board games and stuff like that so um cj and i are probably gonna have to get into that i know i want to 
so yeah, uh, that does it for hashtag shit Whitney says. Um, as always, we always appreciate Whitney giving us uh, animal facts, just anything in general, listening to the show, putting his two cents in. We, we really appreciate that. He always gives us some good content and we, uh, you know, we're thankful for that. So, um, and if you guys have any, uh, not just Whitney, but anybody has any comments at all about the show, uh, let us know. Uh, we, you can find us on the Facebook and the Twitter page. So, uh, let us know what you think on the show. Oh, and by the way, if the sound quality on this sounds better, it's because I actually got one of the nice mics to work. Uh, the thing is we can't get both the mics to work. We need an adapter and, uh, it's not cheap, uh, to get a better show going. So that's why I'm always asking you guys, if you guys can donate, it'll help with the show. We, we and you know, we can keep putting, uh, some content out for you guys. So, uh, try not to skip weeks and stuff like that. So, uh, any and all donations to the show to make, uh, the quality of it better. We would really, really appreciate that. So, well, I've ran rambled long enough about 12 minutes. Uh, like we usually do on the show, but uh, like I said, I kind of wanted to do something special uh, with this show and, and kind of do a secondary show to this because uh, I'm kind of in this, uh, um, what, I don't even know how to put it, but in this renaissance, like I've read comic books for a while, but now I'm like expanding my taste and um, I kind of figured I kind of want to bring you guys along to the with the adventure, so that's kind of what I want to do this show. We'll keep it short, you know, the show usually runs an hour, an hour and a half, definitely not going to do this for this show, but I kind of want to introduce the... Um, the the new show that I was thinking about putting together and I put this on the new show or on the on the main feed and then kind of split this off and have its own um it'll still be on the same on the same direct uh feed where we put all the podcasts but it'll be its own show so it'll just be by myself kind of doing this but uh like I said our see it kind of worked out there's a silver lining to everything, I think. Um, and with CJ kind of being a little sick and our schedule's not working out this week, and I figured, well, what better way to introduce the show on the main show than, you know, doing it this week. And so, we're, you know, I'll go ahead and do that this week as well. So what I'm going to call the show is The Pull List, The Order's Recommendations. And like I said, I really wanted to uh, put this show together for a couple of, of reasons. And I want to let you know what I've been reading uh, and, you know, kind of what, what's been piquing my interest and stuff like that. Um, and I will also want to let you guys in on that. And if you guys are reading comic books or haven't been, you know, have wanted to, but you're scared to where to start, I kind of want to, you know, do that as well because um, I'm kind of getting back into the, the the groove of things of reading comic books, and I kind of want to bring you guys along. So um, the, I think it's a good place to start, um, you know, because as much as I think I know, I don't know all of it, and I do want to kind of em embrace myself in it and. Uh, I should say immerse myself in it and, and kind of get going with it. So I want to get bring you guys um, into that fold as well. And I also want to expand my taste. Uh, laugh if you want, but I've been trying to <laughs> I've been trying to write you know a comic book and and I figured what's the best way to kind of get um, not necessarily take ideas, but kind of get ideas on how to write, you know, story structures and stuff like that. So I, I do want to expand my taste other than just like comic book or not comic book, but superhero comic books or what you think it generally is comic books. So I want to expand my taste. So I've been reading a lot lately. I've been trying to put a lot of stuff together. So I kind of want to, you know, express my, uh, my ideas and stuff like that and what I think about certain comic books and stuff like that. So uh, I, that's why I, I did want to start this show as well. So that's a couple of reasons um, that I did want to do that as well. And also, what have you guys been reading? I, I kind of want to know, you know, Abel, you're missing out on a good book. Like, you should be reading this. And that's why I, I'm also going to start this show because um, I might be, some, uh, you know, I'm, I might be missing out on something and I kind of, you know, you think I should read on it. So definitely let me know. 
Um, let's see. Kind of a, a brief bone and skeletons kind of structure of the shows. I'm gonna pick ten single issues, so I'm not gonna talk about. I can't, I'm not gonna talk about necessarily the run. I can't say kind of introduce it, uh, but I want to talk about single issues that came out that weekend. Like I said, comic books come out every Wednesday, so I want to put this. I want to read most of them by the weekend. Have the show out, um, obviously in in typical able nerd world order fashion. Uh, this show's running late, so but uh, this is for the week of. August 15th of all the comic books that came out that that week I picked 10 um, and necessarily either ones I've been already reading so like obviously Batman's going to be on there uh, number ones uh, I you know that's a good way to jump in on stories and stuff like that or just issues that name stood uh, their name or their uh, or just something stood out to me uh, so I'm going to pick 10 and then at the end of the show I'll pick my favorite one and then from there, hopefully you guys can can start there and then or back read and then you know continue from the story. Um, so yeah, that's why we call it the order's recommendation. So ultimately, it is the order's recommendation. So um, let's see. And then, th- like I said, this does come from the uh, the end of the show, the regular show where CJ and I kind of give you some recommendations on what to read and stuff like that. So um, I just figured, you know, we can go ahead and start from there and kind of do, you know, a spin-off show off of that. So uh, maybe sometime CJ will join me for now, but I think for the foreseeable future, it'll just be me kind of uh, talking uh, talking to you guys, see if you guys like the the show. And get, like as, as always, give us feedback. Um, the only way to get... I'm a big believer in constructive criticism, so um, if you guys like this, let me know. Maybe I should change it to a video format. Uh, but usually, for the most part, these sh- these shows won't won't run uh, won't run very long. So I just kind of want to uh, see what I've been doing. So okay, and um, well, let's get to my pull list. See what okay, um, uh, piqued my interest this week. So I'm gonna separate these by companies uh, by publishing companies. So the first the first and only one from Dark Horse this week is Ether uh, Copper Golems number four. Uh, writer is Matt Kindit. Artist is David Rubin, and I usually will have colors and letters, but I couldn't find it for this one. This was a new one for me, This and this is exactly what I wanted to do with the show, uh, kind of to expand my horizons and uh, books that I previously wouldn't have read on my own. Um, so I, that's why, you know, even if two people listen to the show, I'll, I'll still do it just because I want to, um, you know, it, it gives me motivation to read something that I wouldn't have read, so... Um, yeah, let's start. I guess we're, you know, we're in issue four, so I'm kind of backed up a little bit. But basically, the gist of this story is uh, Boone Diaz. He is a scientist from Earth, and there has been these um, uh, these portals that have opened between that, uh, between Earth and Ether, and I guess that's a magic planet. Um, so yeah, his goal then is, I don't know, I guess, like I said, I'm kind of behind on the story, but I don't know if he got trapped or he got sent to Ether, but he's closing up these uh, uh, portals, and that's where we kind of pick up on this show. Or on this issue, I should say. And uh, it's interesting. Uh, I like, you know, magic and sci-fi. Those are very two distinct subjects that if you can do it well, you can kind of immerse yourself in that world. And um, with this magic planet, it's uh, it's very interesting. He's working with three other... Um, they all Three other... It's like a fairy... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? For the bull-human part. It's not a centaur. Um... But yeah, he, he's another one. And they all have different reasons to help out. Um, I, I think one was exiled. One is trying to... Um, let's see, I have notes here. 
it seems like they all have their own reasons. I, I guess I forgot to write that down. Um, and I guess they're still trying to figure out why these portals have, have opened between Earth. And they ran into a wizard, and they then that wizard then takes them to like a storyland, and they're kind of lost in their minds, and each one was taken to a separate story. So um, it's pretty interesting. The art is really fantastic. What I appreciate about this is uh, they use splash pages, and if you guys don't know what splash pages are, it's like they take up two pages or one page, and um, you know it could be one big you know picture or they can break it up into different panels and stuff and they use one big splash page to kind of tell the background and then they use the little panels to kind of move the little figures around which it, it, it looks it gives it like a board game feeling which I appreciate the art on that so um, you know this wasn't wasn't too bad uh, I will say I don't know if I'll continue with this not that it was bad it was good but if there's other issues I think I will continue with the other ones but um, instead but you know I I'm maybe yeah maybe you know it was it was a good eye opener there to dark horse to see what they're doing but um you know it was a good issue and uh um i guess i'll see where where that goes from there but uh, that was the one from dark horse and again that was ether copper golem number four uh batman 53 uh and then we're moving over to dc writer Tom King, uh, who is run, who's run on Batman and Mr. Miracle. If you guys have not got into them, please, please do so. So you can kind of tell where I'm going to go with this one. Uh, artist is Lee Weeks, who is... This is some of the best Batman art I've seen in a long time. Uh, colorist, Elizabeth uh, Brightweiser. And then letters, Clayton Cowles. Uh, this is the third part of Cold Days. And basically, it's a three-issue arc of how... <clears throat> Batman, um, we find we find out in this issue, bribed himself onto a jury, uh, and that jury is deliberating on whether or not uh, Mr. Freeze is guilty of murdering um, a couple women, or I think it, it was like three or four women, um, to run experiments for his wife, and as we all know from the um, Heart of Ice episodes there in the animated series, the reason why uh, Mr. Freeze is like that is he's trying to save his wife. So basically then we find, we go the jury is deliberating on whether or not he's guilty and they presume Batman to be basically in Bruce Wayne says that he, they all find Batman, um, you know, unfathomable. I know that's not what the word I'm looking for. Um, without fault. Like he is a God. He knows better than all of us. And Bruce Wayne is there to tell him like, no, he doesn't. And it's, um, it's crazy how these, this Batman run right now is working when it shouldn't be. It's Batman is in, in, in an existential crisis after his wedding with Catwoman didn't work out. And usually, you know, on the fallout, fallout of big events like that, it doesn't work out. But Tom King knows how to write Batman so well that these aren't, these aren't like your typical Batman comic books where he's beating up people and he's solving crimes and stuff. Like he is like... He's trying to figure himself out, and that's how this issue ends. Is he tell after the jury finds that uh, Mr. Freeze isn't guilty, Batman goes back and he's like, "Alfred, I can't wear that that I can't wear the the Batman costume that I met Catwoman in, and you know I have to go back to the original costume." And Lee Weeks draws this amazing last page where it's Batman in the year one Batman uh, bat suit. And it looks amazing, and it looks like the next story arc is Batman going back to his his um, to the basics, wearing his old suit, and it's it's amazing. I cannot wait, and it's 
you know, for for Bruce Wayne to bribe himself to this uh, to get in this jury to tell these jurors that Batman is not all knowing. He he is at fault. He you know he basically beat he beat the guilty into uh, Mr. Freeze, and he wanted to set him free, kind of do right by Mr. Freeze. Um, it's like I said, these issues shouldn't work like this, and uh, um, they are. Batman continues to be the top selling comic book week. Uh, you know. Every two weeks, every bi-weekly, you know, they release the sales every month. And, you know, we get some religion in here with Batman. You know, he basically says he's an atheist, that he doesn't believe in a god. and Which is funny because he hangs out with Wonder Woman and she's a, you know, she's a deity. You know, it's it's comic books, whatever. If you're going to buy into a guy dressed up as a bat fighting crime, you know, you can believe there's a god in these universes and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's... This book, this this Batman book, has turned you know has turned uh, into more than just a hero book and kind of answers some some questions that you know you would think that Bruce Wayne would ask about himself. You know, does he believe in God? You know, does he see himself as the this judge, jury, and executioner? And in this issue, we see that he he kind of did, but he's trying to turn that corner and he's trying to leave. The, you know, he's trying to find himself again and um it's 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 a really amazing issue the, these three uh, last issues have been like 12 angry men uh, 12 angry batman to be honest with you and uh um yeah it's um <clears throat> really good issue and i suggest you guys go to check it out justice league number six we're staying with dc against scott snyder who wrote batman artist jorge jimenez color alejandro sanchez letters tom napolitano uh, I butchered that name. I'm extremely sorry. Uh, but we're still kind of in this totality. Uh, the source wall has been broken. Um, Lex Luthor is, you know, ki- Lex Luthor is basically winning the day right now in, in Justice League. And it's a really good run. Uh, we're still in the fallout of Dark Knight Metals. You know, like I said, the source wall being broken and stuff. And um, Lex Luthor, it's, you know, was inside Superman. Uh, Joker was inside Martian Manhunter. And they are close of, of touching this totality that came from the source wall and they don't know whether it's good or bad luther apparently luther apparently has the insight on what it is and it's uh it's a it's a good place for the justice league to be at where it should be uh the justice league they're kind of lost um it's footing i think where it should be the premier book in dc and i think now it's back to where it should be where it's, it is one of the premier books in dc and it's so goddamn amazing to see the justice league versus the uh, the legion of doom it's like i who didn't grow up on the super friends and to see that uh scott snyder you know um he he's showing that he can write more than just batman because he had a, he also had a very good run on batman uh, when the new 52 started but with rebirth he took kind of took care of the justice league um and i'm excited to see what goes on so yeah justice league number six definitely check it out <clears throat> let's see Pearl number one. So this is a new issue that came out this week. Uh, writer Brian Michael Bendis. Obviously, we know him from Marvel fame. He's also writing. He's about to write Superman. Uh, he's written um, um, action comics. So he's kind of you know dipping his, his his his. He's gone full in, I should say, on DC. Uh, artist Michael uh, Gatos. I didn't see the colorist. Uh, letter Joshua Reed. Um, but this basically, uh, oh, and this is an imprint of Jinx World, the company that uh, Bendis produces his creator-owned license. Um, so it, that's basically the his company, but they are publishing through DC. So I think that's pretty cool. I haven't, I don't think I've ever checked out any issues um, f- other than um, this 
pearl but uh let's see let me see my notes so this basically is following a tattoo this one i was a little lost a little bit uh it, there's obviously if you want to keep you know with the story i should read more but i was a little lost here um that ta the pearl um who's the main character in that the comic book is named after i believe is a tattoo artist and she's caught in a crossfire between two japanese gangs I, they mentioned the yuzuka or the excuse me the uh, the yakuza and i believe she uh, i don't believe i know she killed at least one of them and she was caught in this crossfire um so you know the guy that she's working for there's a crime boss um that she's not working for for killing that guy i guess because she didn't know she had the talent to wield a gun so um she now works for him and it, that's kind of where i get uh, a little lost there uh the art is amazing though kudos to all the books this week had really good art i can't draw worth the shit but you know to see other people do that and the coloring is amazing it looks like water paint and um that's really impressive if they actually did water water painting and i'm definitely going to stick with this to, to uh, it, it piqued my interest enough to check it out i am a little lost and i think that's why i'm a little interested or a lot interested in this because when you feel lost it's like well I'm lost. I, I don't. I don't. I'm life feeling lost. So let me keep reading on this to see where I'm at exactly. Um, so, with the tattoo artists being of Japanese ancestry, and they mentioned the yakuza, and I think pearls Japanese. We get those like amazing back pieces with the dragons and stuff like that. So uh, the art is amazing in this, and I they credit some tattoo artists. So I think they might have drawn those in after the fact and put those on the characters' back. So. Um, that that's that's really cool on that and i and i like the imagery a lot the the japanese art and stuff like that so um the art is amazing in this this you know brian michael bendis more more often than not writes really good stories and sometimes they do get off to a slow start uh but yeah i'm, I'm sticking with this one and uh um we'll see where it moves but um it looks like pearl is not working as an assassin she is uh she was given the job to kill the rest of the of the bike gang that shot up um that place she was looking at so um you know it is it's interesting it piqued my interest but definitely not my favorite one of the week I'll, I'll just let you know right now but um just the art itself i think is keeping me hooked so i'll definitely read number two and when that comes across uh, i'll probably talk about it again on the show so okay that does it for DC. Um, we are moving to Image. Crowded number one. Uh, writer Christopher Sabala, artist Rose Stein, colors Triana Farrell, and letters Cardinal Ray. Uh, this was this is in the running for sure. I I haven't entirely made up my mind on which is the show of the week or excuse me the comic book of the week, but this is definitely in the running. Uh, so this takes place I want to say in the near future where everything is an app. So they don't use they don't say the name Lyft and Uber, but you know they it's it's alluded to and i forget what are the the fake names that they use for it but you know how there somebody can pick you up somebody can drop you off well the main character the main character in this is charlotte ellison and she has hired a bodyguard to protect her because i guess there is a campaign to kill her and it's kind of like a gofundme so people pitch in the money and the person that kills her um gets that money so it, i think it's called reaper so then she fought, uh, hires a bodyguard through an app which is called that and that app is called um body or defender defender and she hires a bodyguard to defend her she has no idea why somebody opened up a campaign to try to kill her <coughs> excuse me throughout the the comic book 
um, we see that there's something behind Charlotte that we don't entirely know. So the bodyguard that she finds, her name is Vita, I think. Let me double check. Yeah, Vita. And she was, like I said, she was hired through an app as well, a Defender. And they open up an app through to kill somebody, which is Reaper. They had an app to walk dogs, uh, you know. And there are all these, like crowdfunded um you know tinder like apps and that you this girl that we met uh Ch charlotte she had 12 jobs and they were all that you know it was like uh you can be a friend you can dog walk you can house sit you can rent your car you can rent your house so there's something they're not telling us there but i just i like that idea of kind of immensing ourselves in this world of where everything is an app you know and that you can even hire to kill somebody and it and it the the it's really interesting it's not like it's illegal it's like a real legit app where you can you know campaign to kill somebody but you only have a month and i'm not entirely sure what happens after the month but it was very, very clearly stated in the comic book that uh in this issue that um after the month they can't kill her so i don't know then if there has to be in a lot of time for you to open up a campaign again or if that's it so as long as she can make it through the through the month, um, nobody collects on the on the campaign, and she it, it lives until you know something else happens. But um, we end up the issue, or we end the issue with Charlotte talking to one of her friends, asking why she was part of the why she put money into the campaign. She recognized her username, and she's going to kill her uh, apparently. And uh, then we see people uh, looking, and they're. Uh, looking around for Charlotte and they're uh, enclosing in the house that she's in. So uh, definitely a very good issue and uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. So let's see. Another one, and this kind of is a good transition to uh, analog number five. Uh, writer Jerry Duggan, artist David O'Sullivan, color uh, Spicer, uh, and then letter Sabino. So basically what this story is, is there was a great doxing. Everybody was doxed. All their information was uh, let loose online. So uh, addresses, credit cards information, if you were cheating, like everything was doxed to the open public. And the main character, um, McGinnis, I forget his first name, um, he was part of that. We don't know exactly how everybody was doxed, but we know that... Um, he had he the entire world was stuck so there's really only two ways to live in this in this universe that they have and that is be completely open on the internet so you're everybody knows everything about everything you know so there's no secrecy or you go back to analog hence the name of the of the of the comic book analog so what McGinnis's job then is to transport uh, important analog messages back and forth in suitcases uh, I think they're called um, let's see they are called Let's see, these guys are called runners, I think. Let's see, returning someone who's using identity. Uh, let's see, jeez. I'll probably end up editing this. Carriers, no, okay, that's what they're called. They're called carriers, so they have to transport back and forth. Well, I won't give too much into it because, you know, I'm trying to keep this show, so, uh, this, uh, um, show show short there you go but basically in this issue then now somebody's after him um, somebody took up his name they uh, to run packages for him well now that person's dead and he ends up in San Francisco well now that he's in San Francisco the person that helped him dox or whose idea was to dox is now after him to kill him when he when McGinnis thought that he was dead so um, 
we didn't know that he was alive. We didn't even know he was dead, really. So um, there's a lot of backstory, and it's really, 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 really interesting. The art is really rough and sharp and gritty, and if it's perfect with this uh with this issue and i don't know if it's rated m but it's definitely if it's not it definitely should be um so you guys should be checking that out as well let's see keeping it with um with image we do have skyward number five um i kind of dropped off on this and not because it's not good but just i was just reading a whole bunch of stuff so we're up to issue number five and i haven't read it since issue one which kind of caught my attention uh, writer Joe Henderson, artist Lee Garber, and Antonio Fabella, colors Antonio Fabella, and then letters Simon Bolin. Basically, the main gist of this is gravity, gravity was disabled um, in this world, so not not every there's no gravity, so you're not up to the ground. Everybody's like bungeed and stuff like that, so you're exploring the world of what would happen if there wasn't any gravity. So um, I'll be honest, I kind of skimmed through this issue because uh, it was running late and I wanted to get it out, but... Um, it's still pretty good. Um, it's, you know, there's, I don't want to give too much away. Um, a lot of big things happen here, but um, I suggest you guys pick it up. It's, it's pretty good. Skyward number five. Um, and it's kind of hard to talk about it because if I go into depth about it, I will spoil a lot. Just know that in this issue, main characters I think are dying. Uh, they kind of give it away. That's fine, whatever. Uh, but it's fine. Go check it out. Let's see what we have left. Okay, we're down to Marvel, and that should be it. So, uh, Extermination Number 1 came out uh, last week. Writer Ed Brisson, artist Pepe Lorenz, um, colors Marte Garcia, and letters Joe Sabino. This is a five-issue miniseries, and what it is is the first, the main five X-Men, uh, Jean Grey, uh, Scott Summers, who is um, um, Cyclops, Beast, who else? I'm missing. Oh, Iceman and um, somebody else I'm missing. Uh, but I forget that I'm missing one. But those five original X-Men were transported to the present from the past um, to kind of learn um, how the X-Men have turned or and to get better. And then they would send them back. Well, now somebody's after them. And um, they're trying to kill them one by one. So they killed uh, Bloodstorm. And I think that's the vampire version of uh, Storm. Uh, they killed her um and so we we then find out um that well i guess i should say this that cable then has uh is trying to protect those five original x-men from being killed off well then um yeah spoiler warning uh i'll put this I'll put this at the beginning of the show, or I'll put this uh, for future shows, I should say. Spoiler warning for all the issues, yeah, because I do want to talk about them. Um, the person that was hunting the five original X-Men is a younger Cable. Uh, and younger Cable actually killed older Cable, who was trying to protect those five X-Men. So it got really interesting, and I'm really excited to see where this goes. So uh, definitely uh, extermination number one. Check it out. Infinity Wars 2, uh, writer Jerry Duggan, Jerry Duggan's second entry this week, artist Mike D Diotto Jr., colors Frank Martin, and letters Corey Petit. Um, this is basically now... Po the Infinity War, the Infinity Stones have been spread out, and now these five characters have it. So Star-Lord... Um, has the Power Stone, um, Captain Marvel has the Reality Stone, Black Widow has the Space Stone, Doctor Strange has the Time Stone, Turk Barrett has the Mind Stone, Adam Warlock has the Soul Stone, 
and this bad guy Requiem, who spoiler warning turns out turns out to be Gamora, is after these these stones because I guess she lost she part she lost the part of herself in the Soul Stone, which is very very um, based off of the the movie. Um, so she's actually the warrior queen of Chitari, and actually she killed Thanos, uh, slices his head right off. But throughout the issue, the second issue, it's like Thanos is talking to her, so now we're not entirely sure if Thanos is controlling her somehow, but she goes crazy. We think she kills, uh, Peter Quill, she, our Star-Lord, um, she for sure is chopping up the Avengers. It's, uh, it's supposed to be a big event. I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't gotten more, uh, more pub because it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's, like I said, it's almost right off of the movie, almost like a post Infinity War, uh, first one, uh, or the, the movie, I should say, um, kind of storyline from Marvel. And, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxies are, the Guardians of the Galaxy are no more, um, that we're kind of dealing with that as well, the fallout of that. And at the end of the issue, we see that Gamora collected all the stones, um, and she was collecting the piece, the piece that she was missing. So, uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, she, uh, she's kind of on the rampage. So, and perhaps probably one of my favorite books right now, uh, Multiple Man Number 3 came out. Writer Matt Rosenberg, right, uh, artist Andy McDowell, or McDonald, I should say, colors Tom Rob Bonneville and letters Travis Lanham. Uh, Multiple Man Jamie Maddox is a hero I didn't think I, or didn't know I needed. Uh, in case you didn't know who Jamie Maddox is, he multiple men uh, can create duplicates of himself anytime he like bumps his head or feels any um, an extra amount of force or anything like that, and he creates duplicates. Well, he was then time traveled. Oh, the, Marvel's on their time travel thing right now, and it's weird. You can get lost in time travel sometimes, but that's that's what makes the issues a, a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, so he can create multiple. Um, uh, bodies of himself well the main jamie madrix died he passed away and the the only one that was left is the our main character who is the a duplicate of jamie madrix well um he was then transported to the future to try to fight um, an evil jamie madrix emperor what do they call him emperor prime and so uh, a group of uh, Jamie uh, uh, duplicates, and they're called dupes. A uh, group of dupes then took the last dupe. See how I mean? You know what I mean when it gets confusing? Took this one dupe to the future to try to stop Emperor Prime. Well, these these five or six dupes all had different powers of different X Men. Uh, we had a Deadpool. We had a Hulk. We had a Doctor Strange. We had a Wolverine. A Wolverine Deadpool. Uh, we had a. Um, Let's see. I forget, but yeah. So they're fighting uh, alongside the resistance against Emperor Prime, and not only is it really, really um, the the story is really interesting. It is incredibly funny, incredibly funny. So in the last issue, spoiler warnings, they killed the Hulk version of Jamie Madrix, and um, let's see. I have the joke here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hmm. I thought I wrote the joke down, but I guess I didn't. But basically, it was like they killed the green version. They killed a Hulk version of you, and he's like Hulk, huh? Huh? I guess that's why he was green. I didn't get that before. Like it's funny. Like me telling you this in uh, on the podcast is won't give it justice. This is one by far one of the funniest comic books I've read in a long time, and it's incredibly funny. Uh, the Deadpool character had been silent for three issues, and he gives something to Jamie Madrix. And he's like, it's uh, something, something. And he's like, holy shit, he can talk. And he's like, why the fuck would I be able to talk? So it's just, it's it's hilarious. And um, 
it takes a turn at the end there. They they kill the duplicate version. The main duplicate version is beheaded by Emperor Prime, and we don't know where we're going from there. I don't know if there's some more time travel involved or, or what's going on, but um, it's really good right now, and uh, I suggest you guys check it out. So that's the 10 comic books that I picked this week. Um, and to pick my favorite to actually give you my recommendation, I'm going to have to go with Batman 53. That was, or number 53, that was... Um, a, the best comic book this week because um, it's just more than superheroes and fighting it, it was just, Tom King's doing his thing and it's he's on an incredible run right now and he's writing Batman like no other person has ever written Batman and this issue 53 stands out uh, from an incredible run already um, so that is my official recommendation of the week but check out all the comic books I read this week I'll go ahead and put a post them on the on the sh on the show and so you guys can check them out um, so yeah, so hopefully you guys like this. Obviously, I want to get better. Talking to yourself isn't as easy as it seems, so um, I'm gonna get better, and hopefully with some you know uh, modifications, I can you know do the best um, with the show. So um, if you guys have any suggestions or comments, let us know on Twitter or on Facebook. But you can find the show at, at @nerdworldorder1 both on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, you can find me personally at uh, at Saints underscore Able 45. You can find the podcast uh, basically almost anywhere. Um, you can find uh, podcasts, you Spotify, Google Play. Uh, rate us on iTunes, please. Uh, word of mouth and ratings on iTunes help the best. We would really appreciate that. Or on our direct uh, Libsyn uh, feed that I always attach to the shows when we put them on our Twitter. Uh, Patreon, please donate anything you can. Like I said, we're so close to getting these mics going. We just have to buy one piece. Um, so one donation could really help um, to kind of get the show really, really going. And we want to do big things with the show, not just podcasts, maybe a YouTube video, uh, but and stuff like that. So um, any and all donations would help us achieve that. Um, and, you know, make this my second job. I have a second job and, you know, yeah, maybe we can make this another one. So um, we would appreciate that. Um, if you want to do a one-time donation, uh, nerdworldorder2 at gmail.com. No questions asked. You know, you don't have to, like Patreon, it's once a month. And if you just want to do a one-time, you know, that's more of your thing rather than, um, you know, donate once a month. Uh, it, you can do it, do it through PayPal. Um, oh yeah, and if you donate, you are an official member of the Nerdworld Order. Um, we have one donation so far and that was our buddy Eddie and he's the official enforcer of the NWO. So don't let me, or don't make me send Eddie after you uh, for some donations. Totally kidding. It's all, it's all for fun guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but make sure to check out our other weekly show, The New World Order, which will be back next week. Uh, hopefully part of with, uh, with this show as well, um, where we try to take over the world by spreading the weekly pop culture news from across different genres, which include movies, comics, TV shows, or anything that we consider nerd. All right, guys, I hope you guys enjoy the inaugural um, episode of the weekly recommendations or pull list. Uh, like I said, any suggestions at all, we would really appreciate it. And um, keep on the reading. i got to come up with a better catch race all right bye guys